Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Ron DeSantis shakes up his campaign, oh my, and Best Buy says minorities are the only ones that need apply. Yes, it can mean one thing and one thing only. It is a WTF Wednesday. I'm Andrew Coppins. He's Pat Oni, and you are tuned in or watching Critical Thinking. Good day to you, sir. Good day. It is a WTF Wednesday here on the program. We have a crap ton to get into because this place is entirely insane this universe is insane this country is insane this world is insane it's all insane at least that's what i've been told pat um i guess welcome to the party it's been that way for a while now has it bro has it yeah yeah um, yeah yeah well here's the good news we'll have some fun with it all okay but before we have fun with it all um i want to address probably one of the bigger political topics going on right now and we get the news yesterday that ron DeSantis has shaken up his campaign uh he has removed his campaign manager slotted a new person in to the campaign uh your initial thoughts here pat as you saw that news well, I mean, when the headline broke yesterday, it, it was like, oh, he replaced his campaign manager due to low polling. This is actually a common thing for campaigns to do, especially early on. Like, this is not an uncommon practice where they will start with one campaign manager and then replace them um, throughout the campaign. That might even happen a couple of times. It really just kind of depends on what does that person bring to the table? What's their strategy? Is it working? And, and basically, you're, you're trying to meet certain metrics. And if, if Ron DeSantis and his team don't feel like a campaign manager is getting them to where they think they should be by this point, then, yeah, they're going to shake things up. I don't I don't understand the freak out over this. Yeah, 100% do not understand it. 1,000% do not understand it. Because... 
it's interesting to see MAGA forever types right. capitalizing on this because lest they forget that their precious Donald Trump. And by the way, I'm not saying that I have a horse in the race. This is this is us calling balls and strikes. Right. And I would say the same thing to those who only think that Ron DeSantis is right or that uh, he's the one that can get the job done, right? Uh, so right. I want to be perfectly clear on that. I don't have a horse in the race yet. I am leaning one direction if I have to vote in the Republican side of things. I would likely pay more attention to the serious candidates in the Libertarian Party, but that's my own political leanings. So as I call ball and strikes, balls and strikes, how many campaign managers did Donald Trump go through? How many people did he fire from his campaign in 2016? It was a few. Steve Bannon, Kellyanne Conway. Guess who his first chief of staff was and campaign manager? I actually don't remember. Corey Lewandowski. Oh, that's right. That's right. I remember him. Mm-hmm. And then Kel- Kellyanne Conway was was the final one, wasn't she? Correct. Yeah. Now, we could also say the very first person, the national political director, was Michael Glasner, right? Roger Stone, in August of 2015, resigns. He was a key advisor early on, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Co-chair and policy advisor Sam Clovis, hired in August of 2015, right? Katrina Pearson, that name ring a bell? Again, this is not an uncommon practice. How about I, I Benny would, Bennett, Barry Bennett? Mm-hmm. I, I would say Trump probably did it more than than I think most other candidates do this. But this is this is not an uncommon practice, and the level of freakout from the MAGA forever saying, "Oh, this is why this Trump's is a, a front runner." No, no, no. That it's nothing to do with it. Nothing to do with it. You can make the argument that the hire of Kellyanne Conway, along with Sarah Huckabee Sanders and a few other key people, right? Mm-hmm. Um, let's just take a quick look at this, right? The foreign policy team was Carter Page, George Papadopoulos, George, Joseph Keith Kellogg, Joseph Smith, and Waleed Ferez. How many of those stayed around, right? How about Paul Manafort? Campaign's convention manor, manager. I, I just Stuart Jolly at one point in time was the national campaign, uh, national political director. At, wait a second. Wasn't there already a national political director prior to St- Stuart Jolly? Uh-huh. That was in April of 2016. I mean, I remember cause I, I worked on um, Mia loves 2012 campaign and I remember she had started with one campaign manager and finished with a completely different one. Mm-hmm. Like, like they, they, they fired the first one and then replaced them with another. And then when she ran again in 2014, she ran with a completely different campaign. It, it, this is not again, people don't understand this about political campaigns. They are high churn. Mm-hmm. Um, and for a reason, Mm-hmm. And it, it's not an uncommon practice to go through multiple people in the same position throughout a campaign, even mm-hmm. if that campaign is only, a, a, you know, lived up for a year or less like this is it's a high churn thing. And it's it 
it comes down to, again, meeting certain metrics throughout the campaign, right? In other words, how well are you performing in comparison to where you think you should be right now? Right. Right? And And I want to be clear on this, Pat. This is this isn't to say that everything is hunky dory and fine right. in campaign. Right. You don't get fired sure. if everything is going well. You might resign sure. your position to do something else, maybe. Yeah, that, that could happen. It happens all the time. Sure. But but the point of the matter for me is that we're watching this happen. Mm-hmm. We're watching it happen because he cares about making sure he can win. Just as, by the way, let's not forget, in June of 2016, Corey Lewandowski fired as national campaign manager. Paul Manafort promoted for the second time and then resigns later, right? Right. Hmm. Weird. Oh, that's right. Amorosa was hired. Do, do we? I mean, for Pete freaking six, it's early. It's so early. Like, like the polls mean absolutely dilly squat at this point. Yeah. They, they, they really don't mean a damn thing. Um, and by the way, we're talking. Early. Yeah, to your point, we're we're. What? Let me think about this. Four months, five months now, five months thereabouts, maybe just a little over five months to the first people casting any sort of ballots. Right, and by the way, that would be in New Hampshire because you don't cast a ballot in a caucus state; you caucus. Right. In by the way, um, we haven't even had the first debate yet. Yeah, we're what a uh, couple of weeks, twenty days away, maybe. Yeah, thereabouts, somewhere in there. It's what August twenty fifth. I don't remember the actual date, but it's it's. I know it's a couple of weeks at least. Again, this is. To say, I mean, we we all know that Trump is still technically the front runner in yeah. all of in in, in the in the twenty twenty four race. We we under, I understand this. However, with everything that Trump has going on, how long is he going to be able to maintain that status? A thousand percent. I, a thousand I, I don't percent. know. A thousand don't know. percent. So, yeah. By the way, it's August twenty third, not August twenty fifth, for the first presidential okay. debate. Yeah. Um. Now, I will say this. Can this be the kickstart to a strategy that works? I don't know. I don't know. I don't have because that we have sat here and given Ron DeSantis a blueprint for success. We have. We we've given that to him. We've also, if I was Donald Trump, here's how I would handle X Y Z. We have given advice to the candidates, and we'll see how this shapes itself up. But. Um, it, it is clear that on a national level, let's put it this way, I think he's doing a great job in Iowa being authentic. Um, you know, attending church and it doesn't seem weird, right? And right. like showing his authentic self, and that can play very well in the state of Iowa. But on the national scale, there is no question that he is struggling to coalesce around a message, right? What is the theme of his campaign in 2024? Now, the ironic part of all this, Pat, and I think I shared this with you, I was up in Wisconsin last Friday, right? And and I get off the highway going to where I need to go. 
And on the road to where I'm going, um, and then, by the way, this isn't backwoods Wisconsin. This is um, this is a suburb of Milwaukee. Okay, <laughs> on the on the side of the road where you can park, there's a guy parked with a massive what appears to look like a MAGA um, Donald Trump flag, right? Except for as you get closer, you realize it's DeSantis twenty twenty four make uh, make America Florida, and uh, he's sitting out in his lawn chair with like a cup of coffee or or a beverage. I'm not sure whichever one it was, because um, it was like around like three thirty four o'clock in the afternoon. If you know anything about Wisconsin, that could be either a cup of coffee or uh, or a beverage of the adult variety. And I would suggest it's highly likely it's <laughs> a beverage of the adult variety, but. It was interesting to see that, like a DeSantis 2024, gotcha, Trump, <laughs> type of a flag uh, with That's Make funny. America Florida. I think that could be a good message or something like that. Um, you know, uh, how do you translate? I want to, I want America to prosper the same way that I've been able to help Florida prosper. And we almost had it with, I'm your champion, not your leader, right? Right, yeah. I, 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 think, I think this comes down to, and I, and I honestly think this is why they're shaking things up, is, is because of this message, right? The, the struggle to find a message. The difference between Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump right now really comes down to marketing. It really does. Well, yeah, um, and I mean, it comes down to once a former president, you can't get more known than that. Right, right, right. right. That, that's, and that's and part for of the, the average everyday American who is not paying attention to what's going on in Florida or politics writ large, right, and they're attempting to just live an everyday life, maybe they're working two jobs and, uh, you know, trying to get their kids to soccer practice or baseball practice or softball or whatever, right? Are they paying attention to what's going on in Florida all the time? Nah. No, they don't have time. They don't have time to do that. So how do you get beyond that? Number one is the personal becomes political. And I think he's doing a good job of that in Iowa. But here's the reality. You can't do that everywhere. You can't be on the ground that personal in Iowa, New Hampshire, and South Carolina. Now, he's done also a good job of these smaller gatherings in Iowa. New Hampshire, which also wins that crowd over, he's at least understanding what the politics of those states are. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he's also demonstrated he knows what time it is, right? He has demonstrated that in the interviews and things like that. But how do you translate that into a message that it, that gets delivered and resonates? And that can be something that takes time. And it takes time to figure out because what you do with the personal political situations that, that he is in in Iowa and New Hampshire is you test it. Lest we forget that Donald Trump, he, he finished third in Iowa, right? He didn't finish right. first in New Hampshire either, if I remember correctly. I think that was Marco Rubio. Uh, yeah, I think Marco, I mean, because... Ted Cruz won Iowa, right? 
Yes. And then, yeah, so I think he won Iowa, and I think Marco Rubio won New Hampshire. If, I, if memory serves correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I I agree. Oh, I'm sorry. I Donald absolutely... Trump did win New Hampshire. I forgot about that. Oh, he that. did he win New Hampshire? Yeah, okay. it was him and then Kasich and uh, Cruz third. Interesting that Kasich was second. Mm-hmm. But... Um, I, I think it was interesting uh, what happened there. So my my overall point is that you can you if you're a quality campaign manager, you take that inputted data. And by the way, that can be anecdotal data. It can be what are the things that I'm hearing people ask my candidate about? And one of the things like I can relate to this as a real estate agent, right? One of the things that makes a good real estate agent great is going from being able to write up a contract and knowing numbers to I can get you into the right home quicker than anybody else because I'm listening to the things. Maybe you're asking the selling agent specific questions. Maybe you're asking me specific questions. Maybe you're talking to your spouse or your brother or sister, whoever else is involved in it. And there are one or two key things that constantly come up that you might not even know, right? It's the ability to critically discern the information and turn it into a win for you. So for instance, uh, a great example of this is maybe somebody keeps asking about a pool. Uh, a pool. They're looking at high rises here in Chicago, right? They want a pool. They want a pool. They want a pool. But the first three places that you've shown them, none of them have a pool and they've got the same kind of HOAs. Maybe you need to look in a different area and show them what they really say they want. And they don't even know that they're saying it, right? They may subconsciously be asking that question and never know that they're actually asking it. So you have to be able to understand and turn those questions, those comments, those criticisms, those things that they love or things that they dislike into a cohesive message. Into how did we get to make America great again? We got to make America great again because Trump kept going with different themes and different ideas and talking about it and settled on it. He didn't just magically come up with it out of thin air. It was something that clicked while he was out in the public. It became the theme around which his policy was able to now coalesce around. So when I'm talking, this is not necessarily a bad thing for Ron DeSantis. It is an acknowledgement that things aren't going the way he would like them. But right. the definition of loser is continuing to do the same thing, expecting different results, right? If you know that that is a negative thing and you continue to continue to do it, what else goes on there? So as we look at this, to the MAGA Forever crowd, this is not an indication of, haha, he's going to lose and blah, blah, blah. You need to remember where your candidate's position was in 2016 when he was quote unquote nude on the on the scene, right? Mm -hmm. It he flailed around for 
at least six to eight months as a kind of a carny character, right? He was not taken seriously by anybody, anybody until he got onto that debate stage and, and made Jeb Bush look like an absolute fool. And that didn't happen until what, October-ish? October, November, January, sure. right? So we've got plenty of time. And and maybe this is a good time for them to think and come up with that. I think a great slogan would be America's champion. Yeah, I yeah, I think that would be an awesome one. And how and why? Because it connects his life story. I'm a champ I've always championed America because why? I connect my military service. I connect the fact that I served in Congress. I connect the fact that I went back to my state to serve as governor. I connect my service to my family, my dedication to my family. And then the values that make America, America. And then you bring the policy outside of that. That my policy is always going to look to make sure that we are championing America abroad and we are championing America first here. Because America first is where the quote-unquote MAGA forever crowd really exists in terms of its policy and populism. If you're going down that direction, this is how you frame it. So free advice to the Ron DeSantis campaign. America, no. Ron, Ron DeSantis 2024, America's champion. Not, not to mention, if you're going to do something like that, you want something that's going to be you know, short and sweet. That yep. sounds catchy. Yep. And I think it meets both, like America's Champion meets both those things. It might be a little on the cliche side. And, you know, maybe you could tweak that to where it's a little less cliche, but still, I think it works. So. Or maybe something like putting America first. Because it ties well, in America first, right? Yeah. It ties in kind of the theme that you are attempting to go for. But I, I, there's an easy way to market test some of this. And yeah, uh, championing America or America's champion might be a little kitschy, but it actually ties all of it into a nice bow. Sure. Where I make agree. America great Absolutely. again. Mm -hmm. He's still talking about that, by the way. Donald Trump is still making that his campaign. So you Marga. didn't finish that in four years. You didn't make America great. That's what you're telling me. And, and that is where... If Donald Trump steps on that stage at, for that debate on August 23rd, I am telling you right now, if I am Ron DeSantis, the number one thing that I continue to hit him on on every single topic is, that's weird. You promised us to make America great again on XYZ topic. How did you, what did you do to do that? You had all the power to do that. And then watch him spin his wheels making excuse for everybody else. And then what do you do? Well, when I, as governor of Florida, I did X, Y, Z, and I worked with our legislature and Senate to get these things passed, and not every locality agreed, but we worked together, right? And you say, huh, weird, I've gotten things done. What have you gotten done? See what I mean? And then what is it? I'm championing these policies, and I deliver. Donald Trump is still talking about making America great again eight years after he told us he was going to do it. 
you're a failure. I'm a champion. Mm. How ironic would it be if he could um, make sure to use Katy Perry just to tick her off, by the way. <laughs> but with that being said, um, it is WTF Wednesday. So before we get into that, why don't we go ahead and earn some more, hopefully, um, central bank digital currency. You ready? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm always ready for this. And if you're new here, thank you so much. Make sure you subscribe, download, rate, and review the podcast, or you go over to our Rumble channel, rumble.com backslash critical thinking. Hit that subscribe button over there, as well as join the locals community where you will get notified every single day, pretty much right after this show drops. Um, with that being said, um, we're playing the B or not the B, the Babylon B or not the B.com. It's very simple. Which one did it come from? And so today's headline, Pat. Today's headline. <clears throat> weather Channel invites Biden for interview after hearing how much he loves to discuss the weather. Weather Channel invites Biden for interview after hearing how much he loves to discuss the weather. And while you're thinking about that, Andrew Coppins, folks, if you need that morning pick-me-up, go to coffeebrandcoffee.com. Find a flavor that you know you like. Find a flavor that you know that uh, you want to try. Uh, I personally, like if, if I were a coffee drinker right now, I'd be all over that blueberry cobbler just because I love a good blueberry. Um, I love a good blueberry cobbler. Um, it sounds delicious. I don't want to know what you do with pie, Pat. What? 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 what, what, what it, it, cobbler pie? What? what I don't want to know. What, where did that come from? Well, you said you'd love you some. So I don't want to know what you do to it when it's in front of you. Do you just like sit there with like a bib and just like house it? And uh, it looks like a one-year-old's birthday party. Here, here you go putting your mind in the gutter and everything. That, that's no, just I'm weird. simply asking, do you like wear a bib and just like shove it no. into your mouth or? No, I just get a big plate full. And then promptly, do you, do you lick the plate? clean no see i do that with apple cobbler okay well now who's weird well because i i absolutely love the flavor of apple cobbler that's like well, the cinnamon yeah, and the yeah, apples yeah, together apple mm -hmm. cobbler's good don't get me wrong now you can miss me with your peach cobbler by the way yeah for whatever reason i'm not as see i like cobbler. the flavor of peaches the problem is that when Unless it's cooked correctly, the peach right. itself becomes so hard that it's yeah. hard to eat. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm for whatever reason I'm not. Yeah, maybe that's why. Never really and then also you that, can but... miss me with your store bought apple pie. Um, oh yeah. Oh hell. Uh, yeah. with the huge, yeah. huge, uneatable chunks of apple. I look, anyway. I love me a good apple pie too, especially around like Thanksgiving, mm -hmm. stuff like that. With with apple pie. I, it's either it's really damn good apple pie or it's really bad apple pie. Like, I, like for me, there is no in-between. Yeah, I it's hate one of those the you one. have to get just right. Yeah, I hate the store-bought ones where you got, like, the chunks that are, like, this thick. Yeah. It's yeah. like, no, slice the dang apple. Slice well, it. And, it. and then when it's just, like, all, like, like, like syrupy and crap, too. Like, and there's just, so and it's foggy. all, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. It's yeah, just got to be just. Just deliver it so that I can just shove it right down the gullet. 
Anyway, home, home, homemade's where it's at. But again, you got to get it just right. Anyway, so yeah. if you like any of those things, you can go to coffeebrandcoffee.com, enter the promo code Critical Thinking at checkout, and uh, get the flavor without the actual physical thing. You can get the flavor profile of blueberry cobbler or s'mores or bourbon or uh, strawberries and cream or multitudes of French toast is on there as well. If you, you know, for a morning person with that said, again, go to coffeebrandcoffee.com and enter the promo code critical thinking at checkout coffeebrandcoffee.com promo code critical thinking 5% off. Alrighty then weather channel invites Biden for interview after hearing how much he loves to discuss the weather. Is this the B or not the B Andrew Coppins your answer? This has got to be not the B because apparently the Weather Channel is now a 2020. Like, did Barbara Wawa suddenly come back and now we're going to get 2020 deep dive, well-produced interviews on the Weather Freaking Channel? What happened to Weather on the 8s? If you're doing an interview with the President of the United States as the Weather Channel, what the frick did ha- what happened to weather on the eights? You've got six minutes with the president then, because you also have to get a commercial in, right? Right. So just out of curiosity, is this your final answer? Yeah, my final answer. You just cost us 50 bucks of our central bank digital currency because this is the Babylon Bee. You son of a beach. <sighs> See, see what, what 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 you folks don't know is I actually did send Andrew a story yesterday from the Daily Wire yes. that where the president is going to be on for an interview on the Weather Channel, uh, but the, however the headline I just gave him actually does come from the Babylon Bee, so you this is a real a story. <laughs> <laughs> this is a real story, but it's this is the Babylon Bee playing off of that real story. Oh. So I get it, right? He likes the weather. By the way, um, have you seen more of the individuals who uh, are coming out talking about the disrespect that Biden has paid to those who have either passed away or been wounded in battle? I mean, because another one just came out. That's been all over the place the last couple of days. and And I cannot play it right now because I need the time to bleep a lot of this out. And it's a very long interview, but it is an individual who lost an arm uh, to a, um, while his friends died, it was either an IED uh, or an actual bomb. Um, and Joe Biden goes to Walter Reed, right. To greet him somehow. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And it's really heartbreaking how dementia riddled, insane, uh, not with it he is to the point where he attempted to shake the guy's. uh, Now he lost most of his right arm, shake his hand, his right hand, while his left hand is up in a cast, by the way, on like a foam thing because he can't move it. It's immobilized. So what does he do? Oh, 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 I'm sorry. And then he attempts to grab the, the little finger sticking out of the cast. Does he not know what to do in those situations? And then he tells the story of Joe Biden leaning over and says, what do you want? And then attempts to tell him about his son, Bo. Like, this is why I think Jill Biden is one of the worst human beings I I know. 
Well, I don't know her. But one of the worst human beings in America right now. Yeah. Because she's propping her husband up weekend at Bernie's style instead of, uh, instead of, hey, Joe, we're not doing this. The You, you want to talk about dignity, right? You want to talk about making sure that these people, when they're going through these types of things, have dignity, right? And it's a delicate situation. You know, it's yeah. akin to taking the, the keys away, right, and the driver's license away from grandma or grandpa, right, when they can no longer drive because they they just don't have the the cognitive abilities to do so anymore. It's akin to putting them in the nursing home, and doing all of those things, those really tough conversations in which they're losing their independence, right? Well, he is losing his independence from his mind or his control over his mind, and his mind is now becoming independent from Joe Biden's body, right? That's the reality of dementia or Parkinson's or Alzheimer's, right, is that right. it's a divorcing from reality, You don't put them in situations to fail. You don't. If they're struggling physically, do you make sure, hey, by the way, let's go to a resort that has 5,000 stairs that you have to climb every day to, to, to be included in the activities that everybody else is doing? No. Do you bring them along and then just store them in the room? No. You don't disrespect them like that. And that's what Jill Biden is doing here. Because maybe what is going on is Joe Biden is thinking back to uh, their son Bo's uh, service, right? And maybe that's what's going on. But the but he gets angry because he then also is firing the synapses that say, you know what? Um, I'm really mad that my son died of cancer. But his brain is connecting service and death. And missing the cancer part. And he gets angry and then is, what do you want? I lost my son. I, I've seen it a thousand times over. In fact, I've seen people who absolutely adored and loved um, a grandson. Let's put it that way, right? Or a granddaughter. And doted on them. Loved them. Did all the great things with that person, right? Was very involved in their lives. They begin to go down the road of Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, dementia, whatever have you. And suddenly they turn on that individual and they become the focus of, of their ire. And they become super mean and aggressive and nasty to those people. Sometimes physically, by the way. What the hell happened? There's something that triggered within them from either their past or the synapses are not firing. They can't remember who this individual is and they're scared or frustrated or whatever. And it manifests itself in ways that they don't have any control over because they don't have control over their brain function. And it just comes out. So why in the hell would you put your husband in those scenarios and in that situation? Why would you ever do that? In the most public of positions known to humankind right now, the president of the United States of America, the only other person that has that level of public persona is the Pope. 
And notice Andrew. what happened with um, the last pope, by the way, right? Who began mm. to go down the road of dementia and uh, physical incapability of performing the the ritual duties and the the not the role because this is not really just a thing. This is a God driven thing that we believe in the Catholic Church, right? But knowing that he cannot fulfill the role that God has ordained him with. went to the sideline, right? And is living a life away from the spotlight so that there's dignity still. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. But Andrew, he's the president of the United States. He has to make these public appearances. No, it's not about that. They're I'm propping aware. him up because it's a Biden crime family. Right. It's the same situation if you know your mafioso history, right? Oftentimes, the boss is not the boss. It's a boss in name only because they're either physically or mentally incapacitated at the time. And the underbosses are the ones really running the day-to-day show or running the, the high-level operation. Right? Because there's nothing there but dignity, right? The dignity of the name or the dignity of the, hey, we're not going to push, you know, this individual out because we have some sort of whatever BS code exists in mafioso land. I mean, haven't people ever seen that? Sorry, but the point of the matter is just how, what, other than your personal profiteering, what mm-hmm. what do you gain by this? Because it just makes him look like a absolute heartless, disgusting, terrible human being. Anyway, with that being said, Pat, uh, your thoughts on that? I was gonna say unless unless the goal is to basically get him replaced as the nominee for the democratic party. And this is kind of like their way of just slowly wrecking him as a president or as a candidate for 2024. I I don't see a reason why you would do this. Yeah. I guess just, and that's possible, but I, I, I don't know. On a human compassion level, I cannot comprehend what they're doing yeah. to him. Yeah, They're putting him I in situations either. that are absolute fails and they're always going to be because he is a dementia-riddled individual, whether that is through Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, or just dementia. You don't do that. Right. You don't do that to a loved one. 
You do not do that to a loved one. Plain and simple, unless you are a heartless bastard. With that being said, though, I say it's Wednesday. I think it's time for a little WTF. Anyway, as as we lighten the mood a little bit here on the show, um, question for you. Do you want to go sports? Do you want to go school? Or do you want to go corporation first? Can we go sports first? Absolutely. Um, we have got two from the category of sports today. Um, so we're going to start with football first. Um, one of the things that... Uh, is has been instilled in me, Pat, is to not speak ill of the dead unless the dead absolutely deserve it. For instance, Jeffrey Dahmer. You can speak yeah. ill of Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. Hitler. You know, some of these types of figures. But, like, in terms of uh, regular, everyday, average Joes, what, what's the point of, of beating them right. Right. when, there, they, there when they're down? Um, <clears throat> Colin Cowherd. Your favorite of the uh, talking heads. I can't stand this guy. I yeah, can't. I, I can't stand him because he's just playing a caricature. He's just not. He, he's he got every side of every issue. And then more importantly, he hates somebody, then loves them. And then, you know, vice versa. He well, has no spine. He he's how got no spine. He, well, but, yeah, he has no spine. But he's wrong all almost all the time. Speaking of wrong. Um, you tell me what's wrong with this clip. And then the third category is 20 guys who are not getting to a Super Bowl and certainly not winning it, and that's everybody else. From Baker Mayfield, uh, Teddy Bridgewater, uh, Dwayne Haskins, guys, guys that are just not that, – that, yeah, that, it says can win Super Bowls. It's can't. Can't win Super Bowls, Okay. So six stars, four high-end starters, and 20 guys that can't win a Super Bowl. I saw two problems on that one. Yeah, what, what, what would be problem one? The, the first and most important one, Dwayne Haskins is dead. Yeah, he kind of got killed on a highway in Florida while mm -hmm. either drunk or on a uh, manic episode. Yeah, I'm not sure what happened there. Could be and both, by the way. Could, yeah, it could be could be all of the above. It could it could have just been a pure accident. I, I don't know. Yeah, it turns out uh, walking along the highway that? in the dark is probably a terrible idea. Yeah, probably, yeah. But uh, Dwayne Haskins is dead. D-E-A-D, dead. He doesn't even have the opportunity to win a Super Bowl. More importantly, he doesn't have an opportunity to raise his children. Because he's yes. dead, you dumbass. Who in the production, because this was also a graphic, decided yeah. to put Dwayne Haskins' name up there? And if you're Colin Cowherd and you see the name Dwayne Haskins up there and you don't have the mental Rolodex to go, oh, bleep, he's dead, and that shouldn't come out of my mouth. More importantly, if it came out of your mouth and then you don't immediately go, oh, I'm so sorry, uh, I can't believe this was up there. Uh, yeah, he doesn't have an opportunity to win because he's dead. Rest in peace. Like, you know, I get it. People make mistakes all the time, right? 
But he didn't stop the mistake. He continued the mistake. Oh, my word. All right. So then we also have this from the world of sports. Hold on. Would you like to know what the second mistake was on that one? Sure. Carson Wentz was on that list. I mean, he's working out privately uh, in the hopes of becoming another NFL quarterback. Uh, But he's not on a team right now. I I know he's not on a team right now. I, I understand that. Carson Wentz won a Super Bowl a few years ago. Yeah, but he's talking about this year. Oh, is that it? Was he specifically talking about this year? Yes, I was. Gonna, I thought he was talking about ever. I'm like uh, Carson Wentz won a Super Bowl. Well, that's also fair to point out because Colin Howard is a how shall we say this? Not small. Now I will. I will give him this. Carson Wentz did not play in that Super Bowl because he was injured, but he's a big reason why the Eagles yeah, got wasn't to it, that Super Bowl in the first place. Wasn't it Garner Menchu that ended up winning it for him? No, Nick Foles. Oh, that's right, because Menchu got hurt, too. Right. That year. That was insane. And by the way, Trent Dilfer, Nick Foles, just goes to show you quarterbacks don't always win you Super Bowls. <laughs> but we we need to move on from the world of the NFL to the world of Major League Baseball. And again, Pat, tell me what's wrong with this clip. For the Orioles, Brandon Hyde has felt like this has been maybe the toughest ballpark to play in, but the Orioles have a chance to do something special today. They've already clinched at least a split in the series, winning two of the first three, and they could pick up a series win behind Tyler Wells today. It's been a minute. The Orioles split a two-gamer with the Rays in June. They had lost their last 15 series here at Tropicana Field. You have to go back to when our now colleague Brad Brock picked up the win in the series finale June 25th. 2017, the last time the Orioles won a series here at St. Pete. Already got three and two of the top this year after winning three of 18. The previous three years combined. It is a stark difference, Ben, and it is not a bad Rays team. It's not like all of a sudden the Rays uh, became slouches in the American League East. They've led this division every day, but now two, and the Orioles once again are back alone in first place. So you tell me what was wrong with that clip. Um, he gave some honest stats. The Orioles have, you know, the last however long have sucked. Um, and they against the Tampa the Bay part- Rays. Yeah. Well, well, yes, but they've specifically also have sucked in the in the um, AL East for the most part too. Except for this year, because they're on track to win right. over a hundred right. games right now. Right, so. they they are. They're actually this is the best team they've had in a long time, and, and it's I, a I'm youth not- movement in Baltimore, mm-hmm. but. That being said, Pat, what was wrong with that? Uh, this was just historical stats. I don't understand what was wrong with this. Now, Kevin Brown is also one of the best young announcer uh, names in in the game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, he's a fantastic baseball announcer, by the way. I would say he's a, uh, the up-and-coming kind of Brian Anderson-esque, right? The, the, the he's, Brewers he's announcer smart. who has now become a staple mm-hmm. during the NCAA tournament and... and um, other coverages, right, in the non-baseball season, which has kind of spilled over to him becoming a national uh, baseball broadcaster as well. I think Kevin Brown is in that mode. But <clears throat> what if I told you that uh, that clip got Kevin Brown suspended by the Baltimore Orioles? Why? Why? Because uh, apparently the truth hurts too much. 
That's right. Real stat. They have not heard his voice on TV since all the way back in late July when he called the Tampa Bay series. Because Brown was suspended from the broadcast booth over those um, negative but 100% true comments. So we're not supposed to just... we're just, Don't mention the fact that, uh, ooh, ooh, the Rays have been the bugaboo. Yeah, um, you know who the bugaboo was <clears throat> the last three years for my Milwaukee Brewers? Your Cincinnati Reds. Yeah. And they were God-freaking-awful until this year, right? Yeah. Every series was a trip down, uh-oh, lane for us. When we should have been winning series, we would get swept. When we should split a series, we would go the other direction, right? We would we would win one of the three instead of two of the three. And, uh-oh, we went from winning the division to a wild card. And, and this season, it's been the exact opposite. Yeah, we've been absolutely that. running you off of <laughs> off the off of the uh, base paths. Yeah, we've been literally and figuratively, by the way. <laughs> we've been trading places in the number one spot in the division, but uh, for whatever reason, we can't match up against the freaking Brewers. Nope. And so. every team has that. That's the point, mm-hmm. right? So Baltimore, that's Tampa Bay. For the Yankees, for the longest time, it was Toronto. Like they just couldn't beat Toronto for their life. Um, another example, Twins, White Sox. What the hell, right? Or um, what was the, uh, there's a team that can't beat the A's of all teams. There's teams that can't beat Kansas City for some stupid reason, right? Like it just happens. Right. Yeah. It's a weird superstitious thing in baseball that happens to almost every team. Uh, but but yeah, the guy told the truth, and but, it but it wasn't suspended? like he was disparaging the Orioles or anything, because he wasn't. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I I just, just again, here's the deal. This would have been a thing if they were just riffing, right? If they were just if he was just going off the cuff, off off the beaten path, if you will, right, and just talking oh, out of man. his ass. Except for there was a graphics package to that, right? They, they yeah. literally put up last 16 series, last series win, how many wins this season, and how many wins from 2020 to 2022. Shouldn't this be a, like, the whole point that Kevin Brown was making is that they were making a breakthrough in a breakthrough season. Right. What the, the again, hell? This is the best season they've had in a long time. Unreal. Okay. So, um, this next one comes from the... Um, this person probably shouldn't have a gun, let alone a badge uh, category. And I'm just going to warn you, there's some graphicness to this. So if you've got kids and you're watching or listening, three, two, one. Get back. Get your dog. I'll kill him. Get your dog. You better get that. Get your dog. Columbia County Deputy Brian Williams fires a warning shot. But that quickly escalates. You better get back. I'll kill it. Now pay attention to the bottom right of your screen. You better get back. I'll kill it. Get back. Get back. I didn't shoot her. Yes, you did. This is Lincoln Carl. 
Williams appears to aim at a Pomeranian, but instead hits Tina Heights, who is standing right next to another deputy. Um. Um. Okay. Um. First of all, you know how I feel about dogs. Right. 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 Um, and I and I understand there are certain situations where you know the officers got to protect themselves if they have to, if they feel like they have to shoot the dog that's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know that this was that situation. First exactly. of all, what the hell was that? Um, on, on all levels. Yeah, so, yeah. they were attempting and, and then, to control the dog. By the way, right? Mm-hmm. Like the the one that was being aggressive, and then it got aggressive because the pomeranian showed back up. Right. So oh oh. Right. And, and 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 so your reaction is to shoot. A warning shot when there's not just the dogs sitting there, by the way. There are also one, two, three, at least three, if not four to five humans right there in the vicinity, including one of your own deputies. Well, it, you're going to shoot a freaking Pomeranian? He wasn't aiming at the Pomeranian. Yeah. He, the, he was aiming at the aggressive, what looked to be like a, a, like a pit bull, I believe. Oh, uh, okay. Because I... It, it was hard to see because it's dark and in the and also hard to see because they the dog was on the porch and this guy was in the yard. Mm. What is going on? Yeah, this, this guy just, shouldn't have a whoa, badge. You shouldn't shot an innocent woman. I have no idea if the woman died or not, by the way. We don't know that of this story, but what in the absolute hell? All right. So yeah. how about this? We go into the world of business. Okay. And I mentioned up front that uh, Best Buy say non-minorities need not apply, right? Uh Well, uh, James O'Keefe, formerly of uh, Project Veritas, now of OMG, O'Keefe Media Group, put it this way. A citizen journalist has revealed Best Buy is partnering with McKinsey and Company on a management training program. The program is not open to white applicants. Quote, candidates must meet the racial requirements below. Um, now, I didn't bring the screenshots to this. They're, they exist on the tweet, by the way, which you can look it up. Or the uh, the post, I should say. I'm trying to get better at the uh, X language. But you can find it on the post from, um, from James O'Keefe and the O'Keefe Media Group. It, it's a screenshot of you know, an actual screen, so it's really grainy, so it's hard to bring up. So that's why I didn't bring it, but it literally says non uh or non minorities need not apply, basically. So it literally says that if you are not a minority, then you can't apply for this management training program. Now do I understand that you might want to promote people of various backgrounds into management? Absolutely. But this is explicitly in violation of the equal protection clause. You can't do this, even if, even if you want to say private businesses can do whatever they want. You, they they could do this. You cannot explicitly say it. That's the rub here, right? You can't go on an application and say if you're white, nope, f off. That is a violation. It, it, it doesn't matter your race, by the way. The Equal Protection Clause is not only applicable to minorities. It's applicable to everybody, 
That's why it's called the Equal Protection Clause. I, I see. Best Buy is one of my favorite stores, and this is making me think uh, maybe I shouldn't shop there anymore. Yeah, it's a absolute garbage company right now. But with that being said, um, how about we go to the magical world of San Francisco for this one <clears throat> from Not the Bee? Woman breaks uh, breaks down after being threatened and spat on while walking. Quote, I live in San Francisco and I never feel fully safe. So couldn't get the video, but also because it was profanity laced. But uh, the quote from the video is this. I am literally shaking right now. I was just getting groceries and I live in San Francisco and I never feel fully safe. If you live in San Francisco, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. I just got groceries and I'm walking out of the store and this guy is walking past me and he says, move you stupid B word. And he spits in my face, spits all over my face. And I say, excuse me, did you just spit my face? And he says, move or I'll rape you. And there's also people everywhere. And there's people just walking by because they're like, I can't handle something else in San Francisco. It's always something else. I don't feel safe ever. I literally never feel safe. It's better when it's daylight, but nighttime, no, not leaving my house. I have one question. Why are you still living in San Francisco? Bingo, bango, bongo, Pat. I, I just... There are other places to where you could move that you would feel safe and be fine. Now, granted, like just down if the road what she's and telling I don't is know. true, it's not acceptable. I, that that is not this? okay. Just down the road and I don't know, San Jose, Santa, Santa Barbara, uh, you know, way down south, uh, Santa Monica. I... There, there are plenty of other places in California. Napa Valley. Especially if you want to stay in California. Right, if you want to stay in this, the Bay Area, how about Napa? How about, uh, what the F? Like, get out. Debase their, their, again, money speaks, okay? Money speaks. Get the F out if you can, and you should be able to get out. By hook or crook, you might have to make some sacrifices, as we've talked about on this show a thousand times over. If you don't feel safe, if you don't feel that the city is worth holding on to, or whatever else. Get out. We've talked about it time and time again. And, you know, my wife and I are currently in the process of attempting that, right? We are in the process of finding the right place and, and where we want to go, right? So that's where we're at. Um, I just, woof, people, woof. That's all I got to say. Just woof. All right. How about we go to the business world one more time? Okay. And we've already talked about the dementia-riddled president. But how about this one? Green energy company Biden hosted at White House files for bankruptcy. This coming <laughs> from Fox News. Per, uh, Proterra, the electric bus company repeatedly celebrated by President Biden, filed for bankruptcy on Monday, blaming various market headwinds, quote-unquote, for its financial struggles. A California-based company filed a voluntary Chapter 11 reorganization under the U.S. Bankruptcy Code in the District of Delaware to, quote, strengthen its financial position. 
Proterra said it would continue to operate its business as normal, including paying employee salaries and benefits and compensating vendors and suppliers during the process. Quote, the foundation we have built has set the stage for decarbonization across the commercial vehicle industry as a whole. And we recognize the great potential in all of our product offerings to enable this important transformation. Proterra CEO Gareth Joyce said in a statement, quote, this is why we are taking action to separate each product line through the Chapter 11 reorganization process to maximize their independent potential. Um, I don't know about you, Pat, but uh, I'm just going to throw this out there. You're not reorganizing to make sure that they're independent uh, product lines, right? And basically we're going to take... Product A, and that's a company. Product Z is a company. Product Y is a company, right? If it's all working. Yeah. I I just, I, uh, I, uh, um, what? Just, just gonna throw that out there. Did you feel a little gaslit by that statement? Oh, 100%. And by the way. For everybody who's, oh, Donald Trump sucks at business. This is Donald Trump. This is what he would do. This this is a way for you to use Chapter 11 to get out of debt by spinning a business off or putting it into Chapter 11 and magically your debtors are going to be paid off by Chapter 11 bankruptcy while you personally get the benefit. This is a classic business technique. It's kind of seedy, but it's legal. Some, just like some of the loopholes in the tax code can be kind of seedy, but they're legal. All right, so we are done with the business sector. And how about we go to the world of education, Pat? Oh, I guess we should. From the Daily Wire. Boys School Coalition to host training with transgender activist group. No. No. Uh, keep going. The International Boys School Coalition, the IBSC, is set to hold the lesson uh, set to hold the lessons for faculty from its nearly 300 member schools on September 19th and 20th. The nonprofit includes several prestigious private K through 12 schools, including Nashville's Montgomery Bell Academy, Connecticut's Fairfield Country Day School, and New York's Buckley School. The quote "Foundations of Gender Inclusive Schools" course will be hosted in conjunction with Gender Spectrum, a transgender activist organization that encourages children to attempt to transition into the opposite sex, and is partnered with transgender surgical clinics. Because that's great. Quote establishing an understanding of gender diversity and discovery and discover approaches for applying this understanding to professional practice in boys' schools is a description of the online uh, training. Now, I don't know if I've shared this, Pat, on this show, but, you know, I'm a member of the Theta Delta Chi fraternity, okay? Uh Uh-huh. I think I've shared that part in the past, but this year was our 176th convention. Uh, it just happened last week. And so I don't have the results of what, what went on, but there was a meeting of the alumni with a specific chapter or charge, I should say, cause they're not called chapters charges. And it was the charge at MIT and the charge at MIT 
wanted to amend the bylaws of membership to include anybody who wanted to join. Do, 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 do you want to tell him? You can. Because I'm not part of a fraternity, but... Um... So correct me if I'm wrong, but to, to be a part of a fraternity, you have to be a dude. You have to be a man. Yeah. Not, but it's very simple. Are you a man? Biologically, are you a man? If so, you're welcome. Um, and by definition of a boy's school, you also have to be a boy, correct? Correct, 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 correct. So I, I, my my thing is this. Why are you even toying around with this transgender ideology bullshit? Well, because what if they're a man who or a boy who feels like a girl and, and then presents as a girl? So what do you do? Um, it's a boy's school. Correct. Yep, 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 yep. Y yeah, you're a boy. Yep. There, yep. There's a reason why you're there. It's because you're a boy. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I don't know the results because this was being presented at convention. I haven't been able to uh, ascertain the results of this yet. But I can tell you right now, it's very simple. Um, if that passed, you ain't getting a dime of my money ever again. Not a penny. I will not participate in anything that you have to offer. I will not be involved in anything at that point not gonna happen just just not happening why because you fundamentally don't understand you have fundamentally altered what it means to be this organization you have ceased to exist as a fraternity you are now just a organization you are not a social fraternity. You are not a brotherhood. You are not anything to anybody anymore. You are just a name. That's the reality. You have erased 175 years of history. And I would say the same thing about a sorority that wanted to go down that road. You have erased what it means for our social binds, right? For our secrets, for our all the things that we have, all the things that we have been, whom we represent. You've erased it all. You cease to exist. It's that simple. Well, we want to carve out for MIT. The answer to that is, if you want to admit women into this, here's your charges charter. Bye-bye. Get bent. It's just that simple. We exist as a social men's fraternity. How hard is that? It's not. Go create it's your not. own trans 
fraternity or sorority or org if you want. Go for it. Have at it, Hoss. Create your own. But leave us out of it. By its very nature, a fraternity, a sorority, right? By their very nature are exclusive organizations. It's not about being inclusive. They are exclusive based that, off of gender. Nature. That's the nature of fraternities and sororities, by the way. They are exclusive groups. And by the way, there are exclusive fraternities based off of your religion. There are, now, you can join, but why in the hell would you, if you were Catholic, join the Jewish fraternity? Why would you join the you, explicit Lutheran fraternity? You also, if you were... There's exclusive black fraternities. Right? Yeah. What are we doing here? It is exclusive by its very nature. But it's infiltrating literally schools that are set up for gender exclusion. What the hell are you talking about? All right. So before I blow my top, I am going to present, and by the way, if you are listening to the podcast, you might want to flip over to Rumble, find us at this point in time, because uh, I present to you the biggest WTF I have ever seen. Uh, this is from Breaking 911. No injuries reported after instructor accidentally drives into building at a driving school in Lakewood, Colorado. And the picture is literally a, it looks like a Hyundai uh, SUV driven right in to the windows of this driving school. And ironically, the slogan, not the logo, is on the, the front of the building, like uh, in big neon letters, and all it says is learn to drive. <laughs> <laughs> While there's a car literally halfway stuck into the building. <laughs> 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 I can't even. I just can't even. You uh, can't make this crap up either. Uh, no injuries reported after a driving instructor drove in to a building. I am pretty sure that's in the top five of things that you shouldn't do while driving. I'm going to go with um, um, hitting another vehicle. I'm going to go with hitting a pedestrian, running a red light, um, hitting a bicyclist, and then driving into a building. Now, what we don't know here is obviously what preceded that that incident from happening. It could have yeah. it could have very well been a heart attack. I've seen that happen, or some sort of of uh, stroke, heart attack, whatever have you. Um, you know, heat stroke, whatever. Yeah. Mm. Passed out um, behind the wheel or a malfunction. On the vehicle, that could have happened too. Yeah. But my God, how the hell does that happen in front of a driving school? Especially just the image, folks. If you are not watching, you must go to the Rumble page. Just the image of learn to drive and the car halfway in. <laughs> Either way, I, I mean, I hope I hope what happened is, you know, everyone's okay. Yeah, 100%. But uh, I, it, no matter how you break this down, this is a funny story. It's just funny. Yeah. So, what the fire truck? 
do with that driving instructor. <laughs> Hopefully he's okay or she is okay. And imagine the story that they're going to have for the rest of their lives. No, I'm pretty sure if this was not a heart, uh, like a physical condition or a mechanical issue that you're never going to be a driving instructor again. But um, you, also if it was a physical issue, you might not, unless you can prove that that physical issue has been totally corrected, be able to, to be a driving instructor again. But the stories that you could tell, the story that you get to tell at the family barbecues and the neighborhood block parties and whatever social gathering. Oh, man. It's going to be funny five years from now. You know what I mean for that individual? Yeah. You imagine being a driving instructor and uh, driving your vehicle right into the driving school? Yeah. Through the front door, not the drive, uh, not the garage, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> With that, Pat, your final thoughts on today's show. Don't get lost. Remember who you are. No means no. And Colin Coward is a coward. And don't be a bad driving instructor and drive in to the building. As always, please be smart, be safe, be kind. Make sure you eat all of your meals. And Matthew 547. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.